0: Welcome to Make Limited Podcast, where we talk about inspirational people, motivational stories, and what makes us better humans. We are looking into the history of these narratives in search of insight into our future. Our podcast will hit all angles of each story from bad to good, revealing what it takes to climb out of the bottom of the pit. We like to say, when life gives you lemons, make lemonade. It's our model, and we talk about it here. Welcome to Make Limited Podcast. What's going on, everyone? This is your host, John. Welcome to Make Limited Podcast. I hope that you enjoyed the new intro that we have. It is amazing. We enjoyed recording it and making it. It was just awesome. Today we're talking about Abraham Lincoln's story before becoming president. Now, if this is your first time here, thank you so much for joining us. We are privileged to have you here with us, listening to our podcast, wherever you are, from whatever uh, podcast you are listening from. Thank you so much for being here. We appreciate it. We thank you. And for those that have been with us and carry on, thank you so much for supporting us and moving us forward. And we hope that we all can be better humans together. So today we're talking about, once again, Abraham Lincoln's story before becoming president. Now, if you don't know who Abraham Lincoln is, he was the 16th president of the United States. Uh, But before I give a little background, uh, let me just give you a little information why I've decided to talk about Abraham Lincoln. Not only because we are in the month of uh, really looking back into our history and viewing the things that have gone through our past as America was able to grow and you know free itself into its own civil war and all these things that happened. Um, was one of the main reasons why I wanted to talk about Abraham Lincoln. And one other thing was, it was one of the leaders that I look up to. And as getting to know more about him, I was able to see a lot of things that I've, I believe in myself. I learned very young that when you look up to someone, it's very easy to want to do exactly what they do, mimic what they do, all those things, and believe in them 100% that you become blind that people are human. And this is one of the things that I have to reassure myself every time because I can look at someone and be like, wow, they've done so much, but you don't know the person for like, who they are by themselves or who they are with Their family member, who they are with their animals or who they are with, you know, strangers or who they are with, you know, their spouse. You don't know the person for that. You only have a one side story that you have seen. But there's so much to people that we don't know. So what am I saying with this? What I'm saying is in the way that we're going to talk about Abraham Lincoln is going to be looking at the aspect of every part of good and bad because i believe people can be good they have the power to be good and i believe that people have also the power to be bad now those are very simple terms that are black and white to understand easily i think that when we see someone do something and for example a crime or something and we're like oh my goodness that person's you know so and so this and that But we don't realize that we are the same flesh and blood, same bones, same brains, same heart. We are all humans. And we are all capable of doing anything if we are pushed to a certain level. Everyone has a level that they come to. And if there is no level, then there is a deficiency, right? I'm not saying everyone has a deficiency or someone has a deficiency, but there has to be a cause of why they don't feel that. For example, people who don't feel fear, right? They don't know fear. When they, you know, have them sit down and put faces of different emotions, the one thing they don't recognize is fear, the face of fear, because they're missing that in their brain. They doesn't react to that. So there are things that we... Look at when we go into leaders and we can automatically say, oh, my goodness, they're so amazing. They're so perfect. Because the moment that we say those things is the moment that we fail ourselves as humans. And the reason why is because people have flaws. And when we see their flaws, we don't like it because it's not what we thought they were. It's not who we pictured them to be. And I think this is one of the that we'll talk way on to the future. We'll talk about relationships and love and all that stuff. But this is the one thing that I believe that when people make a commitment, right, to be together, uh, say, for example, in marriage, and it says, you know, be together, you know, sickness or whatever, you know, we're in good and bad. The point is that you're accepting when you're making that commitment as marriage, you are committing yourself. To accept the person with all their flaws and all their goodness. Sometimes going into a relationship, we just want to see the goodness. You know, it's like your first date. The first thing you show is your best side. You know, you want to dress good. You want to smell good. You want to, you know, get yourself looking good, wearing the best colors, whatever it is that you do, right? Right. But you want to look good. You want to represent yourself as good. But then down the line, we stop being that person that was good. And then, you know, when it gets to marriage, it just becomes worse because you kind of think of the person as someone who belongs to you, right? But the point is that when you get into a place of marriage, I'm not talking just about marriage, but I'm making a point here of why I'm talking about Abraham Lincoln. When you get to a place in this area and you become one, right? It's very important that you know how to love yourself because, as for an example, your spouse is a mirror of who you are and how you treat yourself and what you think of yourself as vice versa as your your spouse to you. And that's the simplest way, as I can say, when it comes to that area right so how do we connect that back to Abraham Lincoln I know you're wondering the reason why is because we all have something in us whether it is good or bad and we use one more than the other sometimes we don't realize it but we do you know we see somebody steal something you know from the bank or something right make a, a crime or something but then we steal lollipop from, you know, a niece or nephew, right? Or we steal a sticker because we like to certain sticker from your mom's house or your grandma's house. It's something super small, but we don't realize the impact that it has, right? So it's just that someone can steal from a bank and someone can steal from their own grandma like a little sticker. It all comes to the point of seeing that the committing of the same thing is done. Yes, one has more higher price than the other, right? But the same thing has been done. So in saying this, when we're looking at Abraham Lincoln, we're looking not just at all his great things that he did in his time, but also, you know, how he got there. What were some of the things that he went through? And how did he have to really go through it to get to the place that we know him as the 16th president of the united states so that's what we're looking into here and and so now let's look at abraham lincoln and let's talk about what he was known for okay so a little background of what he is or who he is so that you can know a little bit more about abraham lincoln now abraham lincoln again was the 16th president of the united states he was in office from 1861 through 1865 he was 56 years old at 1865 when he was president and uh which was his last year his first mother was nancy hanks lincoln And she died uh, when he was nine years old. Uh, I believe it was a something like a, I believe it's called milk poison or something like that, that uh, she was, uh, she died from. Which is the cow eating some sort of plant that makes the milk poisonous. And if the person drinks it, well, there you go. Uh, So... Again, his mom was a very kind, loving mother to him. So it was really, really hard for him as he moved on. And his second uh, stepmother, which was his second mother, was Sarah Bush uh, Johnston Lincoln. And she was amazing. We're going to talk about her later on. But that was his stepmother. Helped him a lot during the time. Uh, of his loss of his mother as well, uh, his father was Thomas Lincoln. We're gonna talk about Thomas Lincoln as well. Big, big influence in Abraham Lincoln's life through a certain perspective, and his brother Thomas Lincoln Jr., which unfortunately died as an uh, die an infant stage. Um, his sister Sarah Lincoln. Now some interesting facts about abraham lincoln his height was six feet and four inches he was the tallest president ever to be uh, along with another president um secondly he he uh, he his career uh per se was a lawyer he was a lawyer he was a states a statesman uh he was in the Whig party uh one of the leaders or the leader um he was Illinois state legislator. He was a US, uh, U.S. congressman from Illinois. And all of this was through a self-education, which is really impressive and really amazing with all his accomplishments that he had done. But we're going to get into the meat of the talk today, which is how did Abraham Lincoln, or how did Lincoln just make all this happen? Right? So, in my research and in my understanding of Abraham Lincoln's life, or just plain Lincoln, there were three types of people that changed his life, and one secret that gave him knowledge. And we're going to talk about them today, and we're going to go and look at them because I believe that. This can help us in our today life as a blueprint to success. Okay, not only success and, you know, being successful in a career, but literally being successful in your life and how you see your life and how you can improve it and become better humans, which is our target for today. So let's go into our first, uh well, let's talk about th- the, the first person type of people that Change Lincoln's life. So the first one that I want to talk about was is his stepmother, Lincoln's stepmother. Uh, one of the things that Lincoln's stepmother uh, did was be loving to Abraham Lincoln. She was actually very fond of Abraham of Lincoln uh, because of his character. He was very helpful. He was very uh, kind and. One of the things that she did, she protected him from his father because his father did drink and was very angry a lot and was easily angered, uh, angry uh, tempered, which was hard for him to keep jobs due to that as well. Um, but his mother, also, uh, his stepmother, Sarah, was able to protect him when certain situations would happen with his father, uh, with Lincoln's father uh she encouraged them well one of the one of the things before we get there another thing that she did she loved them uh and I know we talked about it in a in a little bit besides the protection but she was able to be that motherly uh support for the time that Lincoln's other mother passed away She was able to be the support for him in that hard time, which is very crucial because as a young boy, uh, you know, losing your mother is very tough. At nine years old, you have memory, you know the feelings, and if you're really close to your mother, as his mother, his true mother was very uh, nice to him as well and very loving um, and did the same thing that his stepmother would do. but there's not too much history on his his mom. But his stepmother, one of the things that a lot of people see him see her as an encourage, encouraged him to be educated. And that was huge for Lincoln because his his dad was not an educated person at all. His dad barely even knew, didn't even know how to write his name, read and so Um, In a sense, Abraham had to teach him how to write his name. Or, again, the stepmother would also do that for him. But, again, he didn't have a father who pushed for education. But it was his stepmother that encouraged Lincoln to really push out there to uh, be educated. You know, go to school. And in the times that they couldn't go to school, read books. And so this is something that really helped Lincoln put his sight on being better than where he was. The more he read, the more stories he could reread. Now, of course, he didn't have all these books in the library to go and read but he had a couple of books that he would read and reread over and over again to the memorization that he could quote them and not only that um it would be a way that he would be able to talk to people through that sense of uh, the book and talk make stories and all that stuff which was really amazing throughout his life he was known as a person that will would just captivate with his voice with his talking and would tell stories and people would be captivated by the way he spoke which was really amazing but this was a foundation for abraham and i think it was something that really elevated him to be better and so if you are in a stage right now where you know you may be having some hard times. You may be doing something. That uh, you know. You're trying to be successful in something. Think about people. Who are there for you first of all right. But not only that. Focus on. Educating yourself. So that you can move forward. And become better. Because this is one of the things that Abraham saw. He saw himself in a place. Where he didn't have anything. He knew that. Education was a way to kind of get out of his world into another world that he could just imagine. So it helped him be very creative, very imaginative in his life. The second people I want to talk about is hardworking class. Abraham learned a lot from the hardworking class. Uh one of the things that he learned from the working class was work ethics. This was something that he was able to uh you know learn from his father as well. He learned a lot from his father from teaching him how to how to be a woodworker, how to cut trees with an axe which was something that he was known for that he could just have amazing strength. He didn't look like it but he did. He had amazing strength. He just could. But his work ethic was amazing. He was a person that if he said he was gonna get it done in a certain time, he was getting done in a certain time. And so it was really amazing to see how he developed this work ethic of completing and being known as one of the things that he's known for is on his aim, right? So everything that he did, he did it 100%. And it's really amazing because you don't see that often. And, you know, seeing that Abraham Lincoln was really effective in his everything that he did when he did it 100 percent, it was just amazing how he would do it. If he owed someone something, he would, you know, go and pay it off as much as he could until he was done with it. And so it was really, really amazing to see that. The second thing was um, his father providing for his family, which is another thing that he learned I believe in the sense of kind of working with what you have, I would put it. His father lived in a place where he had to use his hands, his strength, to get jobs and really bring uh money to his family so that they could survive. But his father, one of the things that he did that I admire was that he would move his family to places that had little people in, like, I mean little, but I mean like 10 to like 20 families, that the cost of living was really low. So he would be able to provide for his family, make a home for his family, literally make a home, a log home, and be able to provide for them to live. But of course, it wasn't enough. It wasn't something that he Abraham wanted, Lincoln wanted, for his life. You know, he wanted more. He knew that there was something out there that he could do more. And so that ability to see his father be able to think and and see different things that would help him out to really uh, push to live and to survive was something that he was able to get his on his own and pursue that. So another thing that he learned from the working class, hard-working class, is that they taught him, again, how to survive and look out for the best outcome. Again, one of the things he learned from his father. But not only that, people that uh, would, would hang out with him, that would actually admire him, that he would actually become partners with and go out there and do work with. Um, he, this is some of the things that he learned, which we see that he applied in the future as he became president. Um. Another thing is that he used his body as a tool to help and and live and make a living, pretty much. And he, again, he learned that from his father. One of the things he learned from his father is use what you have and do it 100%. As well, the other people that would work around him, they would admire him so much for everything that he would do. And yeah, he, he was really good at that a lot of people admire him for his strength and his ability because he didn't look like he did but he had the strength and then the third people that I saw that really inspired him uh, were the educated uh, people and this was through a part of him moving at the age of 22 from his father's home into a a different place where he could make something of himself, you know, get a job and be able to provide for himself because he wanted to become something. There was just something about his work ethic and his ability to want to learn and grow that was making him go out there and make something of himself. And so he, at a time, he lived in a village called New Salem, and there were like 20 to 25 people Families in there, and and he was uh, in this, in that, and let's see. And the crazy thing about this is that when he went into that little village, there were a bunch of businessmen and craftsmen trying to start a new life on the frontier, and so you know going it's like going to california and you want to become a tech right boom right there right you go to become a tech that's the best place the uh, silicon silicon valley to go and you know be a tech right and so This was something like that where he could hang out with people that were young as him, people who were hungry for success, people who wanted to, you know, go out there, not just, you know, businessmen who wanted to work, but also hard workers who would go out there and do hard work for businessmen. And so all of this he was connected to, and that connection actually led him to educated people. And his reading of books. Uh, was something that really pushed him forward to get that, you know, that connection with them. So he learned, and what he what did he learn from educated people? He learned class. You know, it's one of the things that he saw from the educated people. Uh, there was a point in time where he went into, uh, one of the entertainment things that were back then was going to the court, uh, the courthouse to actually see a... Um, lawyers talk and, and the judge and, and all the criminals and all that stuff happened people actually saw that as entertainment so uh, one of the things that Abraham Lincoln did is he went one time to go see a lawyer um, speak on the whole thing that was happening and he was actually inspired because the lawyer spoke so well and he was and he thought to himself I want to speak like that I because it was such a beautiful um, masterpiece of the way that he, you know, came across that that was something that he wanted to do. So, again, he learned class, uh, the speaking, the walking, everything that the class was doing. It was something that he was trying to admire, not only for the position, but for the ability to do that. And the second thing was power. Uh, one of the things that he started noticing with the educated people is that the higher or the more uh, business the the person had, the more power they had now he wasn 't a hungry person for power, but he was a, he knew that there were places where you could make a difference, and that 's one of the things that Abraham wanted to do he wanted to make a difference in his life and in other people so getting to that power to make a difference was important another thing that uh, Lincoln noticed with the educated people is network Um, it connected him really to people that were of high class and not only that but actually people who were educated in law which is one of the things that got him interested into becoming a lawyer and Connecting with people were ways that he could actually get books and borrow books from people who were lawyers and talk to these people who were lawyers and just hang around that group and just get to know that field even more. And that was the beautiful thing because in a way he got mentors and he was an apprentice to some of these people that were lawyers and he was able to have doors open to an opportunity because of that network. And another thing, which is interest in politics. So the more that he started getting to the lawyer area, the more that he wanted to do more good. He was interested in the politics area, where it somehow just drew him in. Something different, something that was just amazing for him. And he wanted to get in there because he enjoyed Everything where it came to speaking and having that knowledge was so crucial to him. And then, again, we talked about the lawyer, which was the proper public speaking and debating. He enjoyed that. It was something that he wanted to challenge people because it's one of the things that he loved to do through his whole life, he was always not one challenge that he wanted to back down and he always wanted to make sure that that challenge was faced and if he failed he would reassess and look back into you know his notes that he recorded mentally and then do it again so that he could win and that was something that actually got him to the point of becoming president it took a while to get to the place of president for him to convince himself that he was ready for it but he had to learn how to lose in order to learn how to win and those are the things that he learned from educated people which was for me something that was so powerful that he used all his things and his wits and his trickery and his um way of persuasion and the way of speaking to people to get the best out of them was something that he was so talented in right and you know it was so amazing to see that he was very convincing and in a way manipulative Um, Not in the sense of a negative way, but he knew how to get what he wanted. And when he didn't know how to do it, he would refer to one of the secrets that gave him knowledge. And that is the first secret. And the one secret is his books. That was the main thing that Abraham did uh, for his learning and see and the difference between his learning and and books because he didn't have again many books available to him but he would read as much as he could from anything whether it was a piece of you know newspaper whether it was a pamphlet on the walls or something right he would be reading and see the interesting thing here is that he would read Try to read everything, right? But when he came to the to the point of knowing what he needed to do, uh, uh, for example, for example, becoming a lawyer, he knew that he had to read objectively. So he would focus on reading books and just—I mean, when I say focus, he would focus. People would freak out, thinking that he was crazy. That's how focused he was. People would see him walking with books. And so, uh, one of the things that I liked a lot was when people would mention that he would find on Salem uh, a tree, uh, the perfect tree on a hill, and he would move with the shade around the tree because that's how long he would spend reading. But he would read objectively to memorize, to learn the things that he needed only objectively, focused on that. Then, after he passed that, then he would move he would move on do the job, and then whatever he needed else he would read that, but he was always constantly reading something uh and and something when he needed to focus on one thing he would read objectively, but also he enjoyed storytelling books i mean he enjoyed those I think it was one of the things that actually in my opinion, were able to teach him how to tell stories and talk to people but the best of all was being able to grab the analysis of the books so, uh, for example like the story process um, who are the characters how the characters within it, the plot all of those things i believe were really crucial for him as he went further in as his presidency and were able to use those things uh, to really push himself forward because at one point uh, when the civil war was going on and his general wasn't doing what he wanted to do he had to and he didn't, He knew he didn't have that much experience but he he knew that he had to do something in order to, to get his generals to do what he needed to do so one of the things that he did he went out there in the field and actually went and scouted for how things were going to be done and luckily, right, luckily, the first time he went out there, it worked. The plans and everything that he set up worked. And so when he went back to to his generals, his generals knew that he didn't know a lot about war tactics and stuff like that. So what he did, he went back home and he actually got all the books that he could on war tactics and everything, the knowledge that he could about war read memorize and then he was able to go back and pretty much have the same experience through knowledge about war again objective reading storytelling I believe helped him with his character but he also liked challenging books once he got better at reading challenging books were something that he would just keep on pushing himself to just read better be able to perform better and in, and speaking that's the, I think the main drive that drove him to be president because he loved standing in front of people and making a speech that was just amazing and I believe that these books helped him a lot some of the challenging books that he actually wanted to read at a certain point uh, were law books because they were challenging and so he loved that challenge and also thinking books. I believe one of the things that books do, they give you a process of thinking outside the box. Not only inside, but outside the box. Because they give you this aspect of thinking of plots and what people are capable of doing in co- according to stories. You know, there are tons of books. But are those books that are amazing, that people are willing to even make movies of them? For example, Harry Potter People read those books, they loved the characters, they loved everything that happened in there, and then it was turned into a movie. And that's how amazing it was, Lord of the Rings too. There's a bunch of movies that are inspired by books because they tell an amazing, captivating story. So what what do we learn from all of this that Abraham went through, that Lincoln went through? It's it's something that got him to be the sixteenth president. It got him into the into the office to be a lawyer, a statesman, wing party, Whig party leader, uh, Illinois state legislator, US congressman from Illinois. All of this was a process of being self educated. But he couldn't have done all of this, I believe, without the three peoples and his one secret of reading books. So how does that help us? in our life today and this is my closing I believe that as we look at Abraham Lincoln's life and what he did in the process to get to where he needed to be as president it wasn't easy for him he had his parents die he had a brother die his father was a drunk illiterate he had to self-educate himself through the whole process he literally had to work with his body to supply for his life hard working labor and then he had to get to a point to that self education to learning how to network and talk to people and gain their favor and then the process of becoming a lawyer and that process led him ultimately to become the president of the United States but he did that through the process of knowing networking talking to people, figuring out what he needed and doing everything possible to get there. Even to the point that if he had to, you know, objectively read a book, he would. And tons of books, he would. He he was also a person that um, had a wife, then didn't have a wife, then had another wife. And all those things hurt him. He wasn't a man that was happy because he was successful and was doing. He was actually a person for when he actually uh, uh, wasn't with his first wife, he went into a depression where he had to have friends uh, look after him because they were scared that he was going to do something that they didn't want him to do. And so you know we look at all these things that Abraham did or Abraham Lincoln did and we admire for his strength for his speech for the way he is and and we think about the things that he did as another example was uh becoming president of the United States when he took his first picture as president people were scared of the president they had chosen they were actually ask, asking themselves this is the president that we you know that we voted for my goodness is scary man because you could see the wrinkles and everything he was a man that had gone through hard things so what did he do pr people pr what did he do he went to a photographer took a picture the photographer said you know what we're gonna push the camera a little further from you because that's gonna give you a soft look it's gonna take away the wrinkles and we're going to be able to see your face nicer. And not only did he just took pictures of him like that. He actually made sure that his collar was higher uh, all the way, I believe, to his neck, covering his neck. And Lincoln asked, "Is my? are you saying that my neck is like too long? And, and the photographers, no, it's just going to make you more appealing. It's going to make you more sophisticated. And sure enough, it did. It did make you more sophisticated. When they took that picture... People were in awe with the president. And not only that, he actually took advice from a young lady that said that, you know what, you should probably grow a beard because a lot of young women like beard and young women uh, who are married to, you know, educated men or so on that could vote um, would encourage their husbands to actually vote because of the liking of the president. And so he did. He grew out his beard so that he could uh, be more likable. And so all those things that he did to get into the process of where he wanted to be and what he needed to do to get there. So it was so amazing to see all of this. You know, we see the good and the bad, right? He was, yes, he was manipulative. and uh, He was persuasive he was a strong speaker public speaker he knew what he wanted and he would get it and but again he had struggles he had things that he went through his life Mm -hmm. that taught him how to do things to go through the process of what he went through so what do we learn from abraham lincoln well i learned eight things from abraham lincoln and here it is the first one is that every failure prepared lincoln for his future Every failure prepared Lincoln for his future. The second thing that I learned was that failure was an opportunity for success and experience. Every time that when he went to lawry, uh, when he was a lawyer, he was going for legislator, he was going for congressman, he wouldn't win, and when he wouldn't win, he would wait, analyze, and then go for it again, because it was something that just inspired him. Number three, follow your heart for the right things. One of the things that Abraham did and everything was do the right thing. Even though it got him to where it got him. He was doing the right thing for what he knew was what he believed to be better, the best. You know, He wanted to maintain the union, so he needed to do several things to do that. Right, uh, if you look at the army, he needed to have more people to win, right? So what did he do? Well, the general that wasn't doing the thing, he actually got another general who was willing to do what he was asking him to do that the other general didn't want to do, right? Which was Ulysses. Ulysses went out there, did the job. He was a very hard, you know, very strict general. He did his job, and he was really good at what he did. But he wasn't the general that everyone thought he, you know, oh my goodness, the amazing general. Another thing was that um, he needed uh, African Americans to fight because they didn't have enough soldiers, right? So he needed them, but he, he just... Had trouble with like what's going to happen after the war. What if we win? You know, am I going to give them freedom? Am I not? They fought for us. But, you know, these are things that he was trying to fix because he knew that even though, you know, they won the war, something had to happen. Something needed to change. Right? So those are his challenges as president that he had to face. And there were huge challenges. So, yes, at the very end, he freed you know the slaves and this caused the south because if you free the slaves who's going to work the plantation right? and so on and forth it caused them to what be assassinated number four all types of success require planning and knowledge of the field and we see this through his process of uh... becoming a lawyer working with his hands to get the jobs that he needed to all types of success require planning and knowledge of the field so whatever you are doing know that you need a plan and you need knowledge of the field that you're going into okay if you're going in there and people you know you you want people to give you a plan you want people to give you knowledge of it i believe that you will get educated but you won't get the educated that you need because it's not the plan that you want, but it's a plan that someone else is giving you. And in the end, you will be unsatisfied. Or you'll be happy with people giving you a plan. Whichever is best for you. Number five, reading books opens the mind and stories help connect people. This is something that I believe helped him so much. A lot. Tremendously. Even to the point of being president. Uh, six, doing the right thing won't make everyone happy. Preparation is essential for the unpredictable. This is something that we talked about for him. Um, he actually had a dream that he, you know, that of the process before he was asking, he had a dream that was disturbing to him, but he paid no mind to it. And so, and this is just uh, some something out there that uh, people say uh, that I've read from an article. But, um. Yeah, you got to be prepared. Prepared for what you're doing. You know, you have a purpose and you need to be prepared for the effects and the causes that come with it. Seven, being great is not seeking an audience but a purpose. And I believe that is something that I've learned from uh, Abraham Lincoln. Uh, something through his life, even though he was inspired of how this man spoke and he wanted to do the same, ultimately what came on top was his purpose to do good and number eight is sometimes getting your way is not about force but about having knowledge of the objective and getting the right people which we saw in his presidency when he needed the generals that would do what he needed to do to win the war he got the generals and he had knowledge of war how through his books right everyone thank you so much for tuning in on today's podcast on abraham lincoln's story before president if you want to let us know how make limited podcast has been inspiring you and motivating you to be better humans you can always go to our facebook page at make Limited podcast or go to our website at make limited podcast.com so stay tuned for our next episode where we're going to be talking about melanie perkins the ceo of Canva so stay tuned and we'll see you next time